It's gonna be good. Beautiful people, it's me, Jenny D from Spill With Me, Jenny D podcast. I have this beautiful guest today. I'm so excited to have Shayna. Shayna and I met actually at my cousin's salon. We did. She was getting her hair done. Her hair is gorgeous. And I was getting my hair done by Alicia as well. And my cousin said, Hey, you need to know Shayna. And I was like, Okay, you know, I'm like, Well, you know, she's got a great story. I'm, so for I don't even know how long it's been, I kept seeing her all over Instagram and TikTok, and she has something called Saving with Shayna, which we're going to get into that. But I thought, I need to have her on my podcast. Her story and what she's doing now is just going to amaze you all, and I'm so excited to get into this. So let's just start talking Shayna. Tell us about you. Okay, well, I'm Shana. Thank you so much for having me, by the way. This is so exciting. I am so happy to be here. So happy that I met you. She is so sweet and so bubbly. And the first time I met her, I'm like, I I love this one. You're so sweet. But basically, you know, I'm Shana. I'm 30 years old. I'm an extreme couponer. I started a TikTok account called Saving with Shana years ago, where I just started making videos about couponing and saving money, clearance deals, and things of that sort. And it just kind of started taking off. And now I built myself a brand. I'm on Instagram. Oh, yes, you are. And you got a lot of followers. Getting things of that sort. So, yeah, basically in the social media realm now, but that's what I do mostly is extreme couponing. And, and, yeah. I, and I love that because, first of all, you don't have to go out there and tell people, hey, get to Walgreens or get to, what are all the places you Walgreens. Green, CVS, Target, we do them all. We yeah, do them all. <laughs> Walmart. It, it's so true. Like the things, the cost now of anything that you get. I mean, geez, I you know nowadays, like I don't know about three or four years ago when you first started. Right, right. It wasn't as bad. It wasn't as bad, but nowadays, especially, I feel like everybody can use a coupon deal or save a little bit of money. You know, things are more expensive now. It's just it's harder times for sure. It really is. Yeah, but, you know, your story it just amazes me. Now let's go back. So, how old were you? And tell us a little bit about your story of. Was there something that was kind of like, you know, an evil demon that was happening that inside you, like that you were doing things that were kind of just not what you wanted to do? Yeah, I had a rough few years in my life and when I was a young adult. So I struggled with drug addiction for probably about eight years, nine years, something of the sort. And it basically ruined my life. You know, I lost everything. I lost any amount of money that I made, any kind of reputation. I lost relationships with my family and friends. And 
I fell out of college and I basically just ruined my life. Did somebody, <laughs> from that like, point was there on. somebody in your life that influenced you to do this or was there something you were going through that kind of made you want to do this? Cause sometimes it, yeah, there's underlining things that happen. There is definitely a few underlining issues. I grew up with my dad. He was an alcoholic. He struggled with that for like 50 years of his life, most of his life. So I grew up seeing him, you know, struggle with that. And it made me not want to do that, you know. But when I got older, I went to Catholic school for like nine years of my life. And then I went to a public high school. And in that transition is when things started to get bad and where like the drugs came into play. I had a hard time like socializing with people at the new school. I came from a Catholic school that had 11 people in my entire grade. Oh, you're kidding. That's it. <laughs> so my, my high school, I mean, I went to girls, all girls high school. I graduated you, with like 42 girls. <laughs> wow. I right, know that right here in Pittsburgh, BA and Castle Shannon. Wow. But so, yeah, like, see, sometimes see, when you yeah. have a guest on, you realize, oh, there's some similarities we have. Yes. I didn't even know that yes. about you. Wow. So you get it. It's, it's tough. It's you don't strict. get the social right. thing that you would get in like a public school. There's not that many people. It's a lot more strict, right. like you said. So sometimes that strictness, do you feel that, Shana, that I don't know, once you get out, you're like, all right, I don't want to listen and no more roles. I'm doing whatever I want to do whenever I want to do it. Yes, that was part of the problem, too. It was so strict. I mean, down to you can only wear white shoes, not even a speck of any other color. Wow, you're a lot younger than me. That's that's a lot more strict. Yeah, it was a Catholic school, so they're very strict about the uniform and everything. You couldn't dye your hair. You couldn't wear makeup. What? Yeah, you couldn't. Yeah. No earrings or piercings. It's extreme. It was very extreme. It was definitely very extreme. So when I got in the high school, I did kind of want to get, yeah, rebel and get away from that and kind of make my own decisions for myself. But in that, at the same time, I had a hard time like socializing with people and basically the only friends I made were like the bad kids at school that were into the drinking and the the drugs. The only people that would accept me at the time. I get it. Yeah. So that's like what kind of introduced me to that. And I was already feeling bad about myself. You know, it's an awkward time. Like when you're a teenager, you're going through all the things and whatnot, especially as like a young girl, you know, I wasn't comfortable with myself at all. I didn't know how to dress and wear makeup and all those things from like the Catholic school. I didn't learn all like the, the life skills and the social skills. Plus you're being raised by your father too. So it was like, right. It was just a mix of like a lot of things. But that was like the main issues that got me introduced. And fortunately, my friends were into that. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to rebel and try all these things with you guys. And it just one thing led to another. And it just got worse and worse over time. Right. And when you're with friends that are doing it, it's, you know, it's almost like it they're accepting you, you're accepting them, and you're like, oh, there's nothing wrong with this. And sometimes that is your way of rebelling. Like, hey, I know I shouldn't be doing this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, exactly. I just felt like I want to do whatever I want, you know, and make my own decisions, and I could do this. And I thought at the time it was just like doing fun, rebellious, like teenager things. I never thought it would turn into something else. You know, I thought every high school kid parties once in a while, and exactly, you know, they get in the trouble once in a while and that's just what it is growing up right so i didn't know the consequences that right and getting addicted to i mean you know you're a lot younger than me but i feel like uh, i can't even say it doesn't matter what age but i feel like it's more like you can get it more yeah what is it like it's 
you can find drugs. You can find oh, yeah. things more, like a, more access to it. Like, yeah. I feel like my generation, like, we well, didn't have social media. We didn't right. have all, you know. Right. You were already in all that social media stuff that was already out there. That's right. That's right. I feel like it's a lot easier for yes exactly our generation you know (laughs) compared to older ones for shortly yeah so how did you when you got into the drugs did you after high school did you stay with those friends did you go to college I basically stayed with those friends I did go to college briefly I went to community college here you know in Pittsburgh but at that point Basically, by the end of high school, I was pretty addicted to hard drugs, and I was starting to feel the effects of, like, not being able to function normally anymore. So I went to school for maybe like a year and a half, and I skipped class a lot because I just couldn't make it. I was sick, or I was looking you know, for something or whatever. I just wasn't myself and I couldn't function as a person anymore. So I ended up just failing out of school. I just stopped going to class, stopped doing my work, things of that sort. But I I was still friends with those people and their addictions definitely progressed along with mine. So we're kind of in the same boat. Right. And you think, okay, well, this is okay. And once you do start, you know, I'm saying this from what I've heard and things like that, you become like, I I need to have that. Like for me to feel better today or for me, you know, I'm in pain or, you know, I'm upset. And, you know, it's all, there's so many things out there. You get addicted to it. Yeah. You know what? And I like, I struggle with depression for most of my life too. I just always had that in me, especially on the high school and having hard times. I got more and more depressed and it felt like I needed this to like feel better. And at first it did make me feel better. I was more lively and fun. And, you know, I was like the fun kid at the party, you know, exactly. the funny one. It's to be that. Yeah, exactly. Even and I was today. finally like that center of attention that I wanted and I felt accepted finally. Oh my gosh, yeah. So that's that's what I was feeling at first. And then, you know, it ended up leading to bad things. But I definitely felt like I needed it to to function and socialize and be cool and different and fun and all these things, you know. I totally get that. And I yeah. think, in the, you know, in this world today, like now when you go to a party and you say, come on, have a day. So I said, have a drink. And you're like, I don't want to have a drink. And they're pushing you know, some people like to push that. And it's almost like nowadays we should not be like that. Like no. if somebody doesn't want to drink or somebody doesn't want to try something, hey, try this. And I'll have to tell you something off air about a story I just heard on Facebook about somebody putting a drug in somebody else's drink. To this day, wow. people are still doing Yeah, like, You know, stop. Like, why? Yeah. What's the point? What's the point? Like, because it's it's going to affect you. Like, why is my not drinking or doing something exactly have anything to do with you? I don't know, but I've I've heard stories like that a bunch of times, and that's happened to me a couple of times, too, where they just push it and they can't understand, like, just have another one, just have another one. But to me, it's not just, like, I can't have one. I can't just have one, so I don't see why you need me to drink right now. Like, that has nothing to do with what's going on with you. So I agree. I just feel like, why are we still doing that nowadays? It's peer pressure. It is. It (laughs) is. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's it's really not. There's no reason for it. There isn't. And so tell us, tell our listeners now, how did you, how did you get to where you are today? Like, how did you stop with the drugs? Well, I had a hard time stopping with the drugs, unfortunately. I mean, I really did want to get clean a few times in my life, but I just, 
couldn't seem to get there. You know, I, I tried outpatient treatments and inpatient rehabs. Right. I was in and out of jail a lot too. And I tried everything and I just couldn't seem to get it to work. But what had ended up happening was I, I was on like probation and things like that. So I had to stay clean and I was really like barely hanging on, but I was hanging on. Right. I ended up getting pregnant and that's what kind of just changed my mindset and I was like you know what it's not about me anymore like I've been trying and trying maybe I need to try even harder I'm not trying hard enough like I have an actual human life now that I had to care for I cannot be doing this to myself and to her like she me is one thing but she doesn't deserve that or the baby doesn't deserve that so that's what kind of just changed my mindset a little bit it's a mindset yeah and oh yeah definitely and I started looking at the world differently and I think that's what helped me get clean overall was that situation I always say if I didn't get pregnant at that time I don't know if I would have stayed clean I just wasn't getting it and I couldn't see life in a different light at that time, unfortunately, as bad as I wanted to, I just couldn't. So that kind of saved me and saved my mindset. But unfortunately, my past kind of caught up with me. After that, I I got pregnant and I ended up going to jail briefly after that. I'm so sorry. Yeah, for probation violations that I did prior when I was not doing good and I couldn't stay clean and stuff like that. So I ended up going to jail and I spent my whole pregnancy basically in jail. Oh, my gosh, babe. It it was a rough time. Oh, my God. It was so traumatic. It was terrible. But at the same time, I think it did, like, save me. It really changed everything. I was like, wow, I never want to do this again. I don't want to have my child go through this again. And a lot of good things did come out of it. It kept me clean long enough where I lost contact with bad people, bad mindsets, bad places, and all those things. And it just basically got me to grow into like a new person that I wasn't before you she know you. yeah start to cry no she really did she did I've cried about it many times she was like a little guardian angel she was your angel yeah she was. she was she came and she saved the day for sure she I mean, did I look at you Shana and for you to even share your story you know is amazing thank you I and appreciate to that. where you are today and and to tell our listeners what you have what happened because your story is going to help other people out there you know what? i have struggling so. i have and they so. think they can't what can they do and it's so hard to say you know in your shoes and stuff you can't say okay well i just got to get a rehab and everything will yeah. be fine and no that's you know people need that help they need someone in their corner they do to really lead them and they need support counseling and just being there because a lot of people are like i can't afford this or i can't do this right right and that's how so everything spiral like you're and you're thinking okay here i am pregnant I'm, you know, I'm, this is my baby. This is the most important thing to me right now. Yeah. And so when you had her, did you think like, okay, my world has changed? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The second I had her, I just finally, I didn't feel alone anymore for so long in my addiction. I felt so alone. Like I didn't have anybody. And my family did. They tried to support me as best as they could. But there's only so much you could do. It's like a parent or like a family member when, you know, someone's going off the rails like that. So I always felt alone. But when I had her, I just, I felt complete. I really did. Oh, my God. Hold on. <laughs> 
that. I did. I felt you complete. felt complete. Yes. When you were holding her in your arms, I mean, what did you? How did you feel? Oh, so happy. I mean, the happiness that I felt in that moment, I can't even describe to you. Like that was the happiest day of my life, and it always will be. I was just so happy that she was there, just the way that she looked at me. I cried and cried. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I cried and cried because I just never thought like yeah. this could happen, and you know. I have a best friend now. Yes, she did. You know, she did. She did. And I love how you say that she saved you because she did. Yeah. But you, you know, you, I'm going to save yourself through this journey. Yeah. You know, and it's like something, I always believe that everything happens for a reason. I believe Definitely. that your baby said, mom, I, I, I need you. I mm-hmm. want you. And I'm going to save you because I'm that person for you. Yeah. And to me, that bond you have as soon as you hold that baby. Uh, it's something you can't describe. No, you're just like, I'm in love. Yeah. I'm in love. That's, that's what it is. You're in love. And I just, I felt like I was in love. Still to this day, I love her and she's everything. Oh, she yes. is everything. And she would be so proud to hear your story. Yeah, someday. she would. Yeah. She would. So tell us now, how did you get into saving with Shana after you had your baby? Well, it was a rough time after I had my baby. So like I said, I I was in jail for the majority of my pregnancy. I got out a month before I had my daughter. So I lost everything. You know, I was in there for like eight months. I didn't have any money. I didn't really have anywhere to go. I didn't have much. So I ended up staying at my mom's house until I had my daughter. She let me live with her. Thank you, mom, so much for supporting me at that time. You know, it was a rough time for everyone. But I was so stressed. I'm like, I have a newborn coming very, very soon. I don't have a job. I've been trying to get a job, but I didn't have a car. I didn't have a license. My mom worked like a lot so she couldn't drive me around there's no buses out in where I lived at that time they didn't have buses and stuff like that so I was struggling I'm like how am I going to provide for my family and this baby what am I going to do I was so stressed so I end up watching TV one night this is so crazy it's kind of delusional I can't wait to hear this (laughs) I'm hearing this for the first time too (laughs) yeah this is this is wild but it made sense at the time so I'm sitting there watching TV I'm watching TLC and they have a show called Extreme Couponers Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, they had a show about these extreme couponers, and they're using all these coupons, and they're getting, like, 40 barbecue sauces for a penny. And, like, <laughs> wait a minute. I didn't even know this. Like, it's crazy stuff, yeah. you know? And I tried everything. I was researching, like, how can I make money and do little side jobs and all this stuff? And I watched the show, and it just, like, clicked in my head. I'm like, this is it. This is my way out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my And it sounds so delusional, but I was truly convinced, like, this is a sign from God. He's telling me, just try it. Yeah. This might be the way out. Right. And I was also like looking for something to do with my time. I didn't know what to do with myself. I'm like newly clean. I'm out of jail and you get kind of used to the routine of there. So it's hard when you come out like right. the first couple months. It's not very normal. It's very awkward. So I'm like, this might be perfect. You know, I could get stuff for my baby, like diapers and, yes. you know, shampoos and all these things. And maybe I could resell it and make money. Yeah. So the next day, I was convinced I'm going to do this. I'm on a mission. This is it. <laughs> yeah. So I call my dad and I'm like, can I please borrow like $50? I want to try this. You have to believe in this. Like, please let me try this. And he's like, Shana, that is the craziest thing <laughs> I have ever heard. Probably the stupidest thing I've ever heard. But you know what? Okay. Right. It's like, you know whatever. <laughs> Here's 50 bucks. Don't ask me for anything else, but go try it out. Yeah. I'll support anything that's like... 
you know, not drugs or anything bad. So it's yes. like, if you want to do that, okay. You know, how bad is that? So that's what he did. He gave me 50 bucks and I started watching YouTube videos and, you know, Instagram videos about couponing and how to coupon and all these mm-hmm. things. And it ended up working. It actually worked. I started couponing. I saved up all kinds of diapers and wipes for my daughter. Yeah. And I started selling things just to make a little bit of money to like get by. Right. Whatnot. And it ended up working out. I mean, it's so crazy and so weird how it happened. Right. But that's how I basically started the saving machine thing because I was so passionate about it. And I'm just like, saved my life too, in a way. Like, it gave me something to do. Right. It gave me money and confidence and all these things. So I'm like, there's other people out there probably in the same position exactly. as me. Exactly. And they probably doesn't, they probably don't even know that this exists. Like, no, they you don't. know, Q1 is not like the most popular. So- thing in the world right. but well there was a time where like we would get the paper the the sunday paper or whatever or with the new pods in it <laughs> yeah and then you actually had it in your hand but now it's yeah. like it's almost like you have to go to there's so many things like apps that you have to have and then yes it's and all I, on your phone now yeah and it's a little it's extreme and a lot of people like you said they can't afford to pay right. things and how do you live with not having that money, you know? Well, that's what I mean. And I was, I was thinking that there's so many other people that could save a dollar or two and, you know, it could help a lot of people in a lot of different situations. So that's why I started the Saving Machina account. And this is when TikTok was like just kind of taking off. And I'm like, let me get on there and start making videos. And maybe like I could teach people how to coupon and yes. save money. Maybe it could help them in some kind of way. And it'll kind of like give me something to do. Right. So that's how I started my TikTok account. And then from there, it kind of grew a little bit. And then I started Instagram and Facebook and things awesome. like that. But it ended up working. And I somehow decided to just start TikTok one day and I'm so thankful that I did. It's amazing. Yeah. It really is because you went from a journey of, you know, just like being on this path where it was so hard for you to get, yeah. get off that, you know, roller coaster ride. And then all of a sudden, you know, you have this beautiful baby and you're like, wait a minute, things are so expensive and I'm gonna expensive. I'm gonna end up helping other people. Right, right. That And that's what you're doing. You are helping other people out there because a lot of people do. When I go to CVS or any of these stores, I'm always going, okay, wait, let me see my coupon, <laughs> right? And yeah. it's so overwhelming sometimes. Oh, yeah, it can be. You know, it and can you, be. But you give them the the resource. And, right, and yeah. Okay, go on here. I, I was watching some of your, your videos. <laughs> Shane is like, okay, so, yeah, tell us yeah. what like. I'm like, go to this link. Go to Target. <laughs> these items, exactly. <laughs> these coupons on the Target app, check out. That's it. I tell them specific how to get yes. there, type in your phone number at checkout. I try to give every little step that way, like you said, because it can get overwhelming and confusing when right. you start. So I try to give them every step so you can't mess it up. And it's very straight to the point and oh, simple. Yeah. At least I try to. <laughs> so, you know? It's so funny because I am that lady in line. I mean, I am because I came from a single mom, you know, and my mom, we were talking about this off air. My mom was a young mom. She, right. my brother and I young. And so, you know, back then I knew like, you know, I would get the, the food stamps and I would have like, you know, for okay. tickets yeah. to get lunch and stuff like that. But I still, in my mindset, I'm still that girl that, Hey, I want those few ones. I don't care. if right. people think, I don't know why people that do have a lot of money are like, 
Oh, I, I can't, I can't use a coupon. Why? I know. They're Why? like, I don't need coupons. I can't use a coupon. <laughs> Why not? They're getting ripped off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why would you want to pay full price if you don't have to? <laughs> no. I think that all the time. I'm like, no matter how much money I have, maybe I'm just cheap. Like that. <laughs> I am too. But I'm like, I want a coupon. I want to save a little bit of I'm money. Like, you know? Why not? Well, listen to this. So I go to CVS. My daughter was on asthma medicine. All of a sudden it went up and it was like, oh, uh, that'll be $600. I looked at the guy and I said, "Are you crazy? Yeah, that's. <laughs> Are no, you crazy? That is crazy. I'm like, you enough like I'm gonna pay six hundred dollars for my daughter's asthma medicine. No, I'm like, come on, dude. Yeah. So the problem I think too with when you go into these stores, I feel like that it's almost like confusing. Like I'm not a math major, so yeah. when it's like buy two get one out of five. I, yeah. uh, how do you go through that? Because that confuses me. <laughs> Listen, I don't know because I was never good at math ever in my life. Was I good at math? Math was not my thing. I did not like it. So I don't know how I managed to make that work. I think I was just so determined. And then I had to do so many calculations and things. <laughs> I learned over time. Yeah. But to the average person, like at first, I was so confused. I'm like, wait, you got to do 50% times yes. this. And like, what? I, you know, yeah. it is a lot. It's overwhelming sometimes, but I think practice just made perfect. You know, you just got to keep trying. And, so you're well, totally we got calculators too. Right. So that'll, help. <laughs> that'll help a lot. But I think practice is all that you can do. And that's all I did. Just kept well, doing it. Right. And I think like some stores and, you know, cause we have so much access to, you know, oh, our yeah. phones and everything. Oh, you got to go to this store because they have 50% off of their Christmas decorations or that. Right. And I'm like, okay, well, I got to go because it happens. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> When you're there, you're like, okay, well, I don't really need this basket and all this other stuff, but I'm already here. Right. But the biggest, I mean, I don't know about you, you probably do. The best feeling ever is when you go up to that counter and you've got like a bunch of stuff and you are like, here's coupons. This is my coupon. All right. I think it's 20% off. And and all of a sudden it rings up and you're like, that'll be $5. And you're like, yes. Yes. No, literally, that's how it's like our cheering section. I'm like, I did it, I did it. You know, like I get so excited after yeah. everything works out at the register. I mean, I want to throw myself a party every time. I did. I'm like, I did all the math. I did this whole thing. Like, I feel so accomplished. You know, it's so good about it. My friend used to joke. I'd go to like TJ Maxx or something like that, and we'd come up to the counter, and I'd I'd be that person in line where people are like, "Let's go, come on!" Like, really? Yeah. Let me see. I think I. I have this and I have one. And they're like, and then I'd be like, well, wait a minute. This isn't fair because this this was the same price. Like, how do you argue about prices with... I try not to argue, but that has happened to me, especially at TJ Maxx and Marshalls. This is like a known thing. You'll have like two of the same products. One has $10 price tag. The other one has like a $3. And I'm like... Well, we got to fix it, right? Right. As soon as I, I used to work in retail. So as soon as I, people would come in, I'd go to the clearance rack, go to the clearance rack. Because a lot of the stuff that was in the front window, you know, the newer stuff, they all go back there. Now, a lot of stores, you know, it's online, you're buying a lot of stuff. But when I was in retail, I, because I was like, I'm not ripping people off. Right. I'm not, what am I, what am I going to get out of it? Nothing. You paying full price for something. That's exactly What am I getting out of that? Yeah. It doesn't affect you. No, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not the corporation that's going to make it all the millions. Right, right. That's what I say. I mean, usually I just ask so nicely, like, hey, like, I hate to be a bother or anything, but, right. you know, can we change this? Or 
there's a lot of times when I coupon, especially where things just don't work, like the system doesn't work, the coupons won't scan, and there's things that go wrong, like a lot of the time. So I got used to like just talking to the people and I kind of like build relations with relationships with them over time because I shop there like every day. Yes. So that helps too. So it makes it less awkward <laughs> All right. to ask them like a question or like, can you help with this? But I think they know you now when you walk in. <laughs> they do. They know my name. They know me as gums. the coupon lady, the the penny lady. And, <laughs> you know, they know me. They definitely do. But I just try and be as nice as possible. Sometimes it works. Sometimes people yeah. get a little upset and mad. Oh, yeah. But I just bite my tongue. I don't say anything. And I just try and move forward right. and whatever I could do, and you know? there's somebody behind you or somebody in front of you and you have a coupon and you're not going to use it, okay? Like say right. it's for razors or whatever it's for. You know, pass it along. Right. What's the harm? Right. You right. can make somebody's day by passing along a coupon. Oh, yeah. I know people that actually like go into Walmart and then if there's like a bunch of coupons they're not using, like the paper coupons you get in the Sunday yes. paper and stuff, <laughs> they'll go and just like set them by the product. So the next person that's coming to buy that product, I've seen there's that. a coupon right yes. there. I mean, that would make my day. That's awesome. Yes. You know, especially for like people that don't really know where to get coupons or how to coupon or maybe they're down to the their last five dollars that might help somebody and make right. their day for sure that's so fun it's a sad it's really cool it, it is it's yeah. almost like not only are you proud that you're saving you know with your house and what you're doing because things are so expensive right and they still they'll get more and more expensive but you're also helping other people i love that too. yeah yeah it makes me feel good too i feel like i'm helping other people and i really hope that i am you are that's basically why i started it you know is to help other people it made me feel good and and I just was like so excited to share it with other people I'm like this could save you guys <laughs> you have to watch her because her she her enthusiasm is just contagious because you're like I, I yes, should get excited okay, I'm going there and I'm <laughs> Shana said <laughs> I know some people are always asking they're like why are you screaming and I'm like I don't know I'm just so happy. I don't know. I just get so excited to like save money. I get the same way. I don't know. It's, it's so funny. It's, it's satisfying. But I look at you, Shana, and I look. You're so beautiful. Thank you. And Thank you inside so and out. And you're you're just you're just the way you are and the way Thank you're you. like you are a inspiration. You so, really are. You hey, really are. That's I'm, very sweet. I'm so glad that I got to know you. Thank you. And I'm so glad that I we were able to share your story. Yeah. So thank you for tell, having me. Tell our listeners, how, how would they see your stuff? How would they go on? So you could go on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. I also have a Telegram group where I post like Amazon promo codes. But you just have to search Saving with Shana. And my name is spelled S-H-A-Y-N-A. I know it's a different name. But it's Saving with Shana. On all platforms so you can find me on any social media that you want and watch my videos i love it I, yeah <laughs> i'm so excited you know it's like we you go from and you know a lot of people that's why i do this because so many people have stories and you know we all come from somewhere yeah. in our backgrounds but mm-hmm. it's what you do after you go through all that right trauma or yeah. something has happened in your life yeah and your childhood does not define you or whatever does you've not. gone through does not define you and you can make your life better 
I love that message. And that's why I love her podcast. You cover so many good issues and have such great discussions with people and like what they went through and how they got to where they are. And that's the most important. Like, how did you get there? And it's so inspiring to so many people to know that, you know, you're not alone in this and things do get better and they will get better. So I just, I'm just so grateful to be here and be with you. And I love your podcast so much. You are so sweet. Thank Thank you. (laughs) You're so sweet. Is there anything else you would like to tell the listeners? Just to never give up. I mean, there's some dark times you're going to go through, but everything works out how it's supposed to, no matter what. Everything happens for a reason and Mm -hmm. just never give up because it will get better and and the grass is greener on the other side. It will come. It is. And it doesn't matter how old you are. I know it doesn't. Take that leap of faith and take that chance in life and, and do it for you. Do it for your children. Do it for your family. Do it for your... But do it for you first. That's right. I agree <laughs> with that. You got to do it for you first. That's right. That's right. Oh, thank you so much for being on Spill With Me. Thank Jenny. you. Thank you so much. And before, I didn't do it in the beginning, and I just want to say, Andrea, I love you. We are at the Tata 2 studio here in McMurray, PA. Yes, we are. Shana just came in for the first time, isn't it? I'm so excited <laughs> to be here. It's so beautiful. It's so cute and aesthetic. She is so sweet. Right. She's so nice and friendly. You guys would love it here. You have to check it out. You got to check you. it out out i mean she not only does like cosmetic and paramedical tattoos but right. she also does like your lips or if you want to do your eye your eyebrows or your under your eyes for eye right i mean this is great she's got spray tan here she's spray tans, everything she's yeah. a little bit of everything which yes. is nice so thank you andrea <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> girls <laughs> thanks for being on spill with me jenny d thank you take care bye-bye come spill with me